Welcome to the Middle Market Growth Conversations podcast. I'm Carolyn Vallejo, digital editor for ACG's Media Group. Demand for electricity continues to rise and energy companies are facing growing pressure to mitigate wildfire risks. Managing vegetation around utility infrastructure plays an increasingly prominent role in keeping the lights on and keeping fires snuffed. Here with me to discuss how her company, Buzz Solutions, is using emerging technology to safeguard utility infrastructure is CEO and co-founder, Caitlin Albertoli. Welcome, Caitlin. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We are excited to have you. Let's first talk a little bit about Buzz Solutions and how it deploys artificial intelligence in the utility vegetation management space. Yeah, absolutely. So Buzz Solutions is an AI-powered analytics platform for visual infrastructure inspections, meaning we take in data from a variety of visual sources, whether that's from drones, helicopters, fixed-wing aircrafts, or ground-based imagery to analyze it in a you know fraction of a second or a very fast period of time to provide insights uh, specifically to infrastructure companies, but really specifically to power utilities to tell them where and when their uh, power equipment may fail during critical times. So our goal is to reduce wildfires, power outages, and force shutdowns as a result of failed grid infrastructure. Right. Could you go a little bit deeper into some of the consequences of failing to adequately manage vegetation that you know surrounds this utility infrastructure? Absolutely. So vegetation is a critical issue uh, surrounding you know, utility transmission towers or distribution poles. We often see that vegetation can be encroaching specifically on distribution poles, which is the lower voltage uh, city lines. Those are lines you may see close to your homes or as you're driving throughout town. Um, those are called distribution lines. Transmission lines are the high voltage lines that are in highly remote areas and are carrying high voltage power, typically from city to city or from place to place. Uh, we see that vegetation can encroach on those uh, either towers or poles and um, can cause a high risk of wildfire sparking. We see that whether a tree falls into a line causing a down line that can, of course, you know, spark the wildfire or whether vegetation can be encroaching on, let's say, a sparking issue. So different components on the infrastructure may fail or maybe at risk of sparking. And when vegetation comes in contact with those pieces of equipment, that's another way it can start a wildfire. So there's various uh, various issues that can spark the wildfire itself when you're looking at you know grid components. But any sort of sparking issue or tree coming in contact with a line um, is definitely a way that wildfires can start. And unfortunately, we're seeing that uh, as grid infrastructure continues to age, there are higher rates of failure um, of components on the grid infrastructure. And also we're seeing that vegetation, especially in either, you know, very dry climates or in highly vegetated areas poses even greater risk of, you know, starting a wildfire when it's in close proximity to the grid infrastructure. So this wildfire risk has unfortunately been in the headlines, um, particularly earlier this year with the situation in Maui and the tragedy that unfolded there. We know that utilities are facing greater pressure to mitigate that risk. So how can they use a combination of both technology and boots on the ground vegetation management services to play a greater role in combating wildfire risk? 
That's a great question. Um, unfortunately, we have seen wildfires over the past several years. I mean, starting in California, and then we've seen it expand more broadly since then. Um, we have seen wildfires have you know been quite devastating to many different areas, and especially grid sparked wildfires in recent years have been a particular issue. In order to kind of talk about ways in which we can mitigate wildfires with technology, I think it's important to talk about the ways in which utilities are typically trimming their trees. So historically, utilities have been on a tree trimming cycle where every five to eight years, they are responsible for going through all of their service territory and looking at where a tree is encroaching or vegetation is encroaching on their line. And they'll then trim that tree back so it poses less of a risk. However, as I was mentioning earlier, where we have highly dry areas um, or we have highly vegetated areas where vegetation is growing even faster, um, both of those areas can pose even greater risk to the utility territory. And they may require special attention more frequently than that every five to eight year scheduled tree trimming cycle. And so it requires um, more frequent care and may require more targeted inspections to either uh, preemptively trim trees or more frequently monitor those areas. That compounded with um, failures of infrastructure where you may experience a downed line from a faulty piece of equipment, a power equipment. Um, that when it comes in contact with dry vegetation, of course, poses even greater risk and we are seeing that happen more and more frequently these days. The use case of technology is great because as we are conducting more inspections of our lines, as we are collecting more data of you know, weather patterns and vegetation growth, and then also um, as we are collecting more inspection data of the infrastructure itself, we're able to get better insights into where we need to target these tree trimming um, cycles and more frequent inspections. And then we're able to closely monitor those areas so that they pose less risk. Then we're able to take more preemptive action as opposed to reactive action to uh, the tree trimming process. We'll get back to our interview in just a moment after a word about DealMax, the annual conference hosted by the Association for Corporate Growth. DealMax returns to the Aria Resort and Casino in Las Vegas on April 29th through May 1st. The event will once again bring together middle market dealmakers from across the globe for networking, content sessions, roundtable discussions, and more. Registration is now open at dealmax.org and general attendees can save up to $600 with early bird pricing until January 23rd. So don't wait. Book your spot today. We look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas. Now, back to the interview. Being proactive is definitely something that we're hearing a lot about, and we're looking at how utilities are going to have to adjust their vegetation management strategies. We're also seeing that the threats that they're facing as a result of, you know, lackluster vegetation management um, are also evolving. So could you talk a little bit about, a, you know, those threats that they may be seeing in the future that could force uh, utilities to further invest in vegetation management services and technologies? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I, I think we see weather is a big one, and weather threats are, of course, um, posing significant risk when you look at vegetation. Um, in recent years, for example, we've seen many wildfires started from lightning, um, lightning strikes, and lightning strikes has been a huge risk for um, for wildfires, especially on the West Coast entirely, but 
you know, we've seen huge, uh, huge issues in Canada as well. And so I think it was two years ago, um, lightning posed a, a pretty big risk to, um, to a lot of wildfire sparking. And so how can we look at ways in which we can maintain our infrastructure itself so that um, that continues to pose less of a risk? One other piece, too, is uh, when we're looking at high wind areas, how do high wind and um, vegetation collectively um, pose even greater risk? And as we're looking at, uh, as I was mentioning earlier, weather and patterns and ways in which wind can uh, cause an even greater risk um, hotspot or territory of, of your lines of infrastructure, you know, we need to be closely, more closely monitoring that. And, and then another piece, too, is uh, looking at storms. How do storms plus vegetation management in storm territories pose an even greater risk to our grid reliability and our grid resilience. We are certainly seeing that storms on the East Coast are, are, are wreaking havoc, unfortunately, on many uh, utility infrastructures on, on the whole East Coast. And so how are we looking at better uh, monitoring for storms, maintaining our infrastructure prior to storms, preemptively trimming our trees so that they have even less of a risk that they pose on some of these distribution poles? And then how are we looking at the use of technology to help us get the insights we need and get them quickly so that we can restore power even faster, so that we can um, understand what that downed tree um, may have caused from a, a failure perspective on the infrastructure. So those are just some of the weather-related threats that we're seeing and, and how they pose risk in different parts of the United States. They, of course, have very different uh, implications and challenges. And so how are we taking a a really good approach based off each geography throughout the U.S. to uh, resolve those risks accordingly based off each of the geographic threats. Right. So the threats are evolving. The technology available to mitigate those risks is evolving. Let's turn our attention, though, to Buzz Solutions. What does your growth trajectory look like? And are there any emerging technologies that you might be exploring? Absolutely. Um, we see at Buzz Solutions that AI is at the forefront of helping uh, get the right insights from the data that's being collected so that whether it's a utility or a fire team may be able to uh, conduct the proper maintenance and the proper protocol post-event or even prior to an event happening. Uh, our goal is to be able to take in all different types of data that's collected from aerial or collected from ground to help analyze it in a seamless way so that we can give the proper prioritized insights and path to maintenance to those maintenance crews. And so we're working with drones and helicopter data, um, looking at the RGB data, but then we're also looking at things like thermal. How can we use thermal to track overheating in pieces of components to, um, to understand where thermal risks uh, may exist on the grid infrastructure? And so using a tool like ours, we're able to parse through hundreds of thousands and millions of image data points to then boil that down to a couple hundred images that a utility may need to look out of, of critical failures or of critical anomalies that are existing on that infrastructure. And then we are able to arm that utility team with a clear path of how to optimize their maintenance plan, ultimately helping them reduce the total number of critical risks on their infrastructure, bringing that number down, and then helping them monitor over time some of these moderate risks that they have across various parts of their infrastructure. Um, one of the things that we're able to do is identify locations within someone's service territory, within a utility service territory, uh, that are called hotspot areas or a dense 
uh, combination of anomalies that are existing in a particular area. And so we call those hotspots or areas that pose the most risk to a utility. And those are some of the areas I was mentioning earlier of where a utility may want to send more frequent vegetation management crews to go trim the trees more frequently. Um, or it could be a location where utility may want to spend in, send inspection crews to monitor what's happening in that particular area. And we see hotspots can change over time. You can have different hotspots based off different times of year and the different threats that um, exist based off different times of year for that, that particular area. Or it could just be the most densely uh, clustered area of anomalies that exist on that infrastructure. And it may require further maintenance, uh, maintenance upgrades of those pieces of equipment and grid modernization. As you've just illustrated, this is an evolving industry. Demand is going up. Uh, technology is developing and evolving. So a uh, question for the dealmakers here. Why is the utility vegetation management space one that M&A investors should be paying close attention to? Yeah, absolutely. It's a That's a great question. We see that um, historically there hasn't been enough investment in the utility space. And we see that the utility space is, is right now facing many different pressures. Um, we're seeing the pressures to electrify that um, are coming quite quickly. We're seeing the onboarding of renewables that is also happening at accelerated rates. All of those things, plus uh, all of the aging infrastructure and the weather challenges that we're facing across the U.S. right now, all of those different pieces and factors are putting immense stress, immense pressure and strain on our grid infrastructure. Many of the pieces of equipment or components out in the fields right now are well past their shelf life, and they're pieces of equipment that desperately need upgrading, modernization, and replacement. But the utility industry is in need of significant investment to uh, be able to achieve some of these goals for grid modernization and grid resilience. We're also facing many, uh, many pressures as it comes to grid reliability. How can we have even stronger grid reliability during all of these immense storm events and as we're looking to transition seamlessly to renewables? And so we need to bolster our grid reliability as well. And investing in technology, innovation, and deployment of some of these, these new technologies at scale is, is critical at this point in time. So we've seen that the utility infrastructure space as a whole is, is desperately in need of, of more investment. And it's exciting to see that um, we're starting to get more, more government funding that's coming into this space. We're starting to see more early stage investment that's coming into this space. But as many of these technologies are looking to grow and expand, there's a huge opportunity for investing in businesses that can quickly scale and have huge impact. And so that's what we're excited about for the next you know, several years in this industry. And I think there's huge opportunities for investment there as well. Well said, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Middle Market Growth Conversations. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast in Apple Podcasts or on Spotify to make sure you never miss an episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a rating and write a review. It really does go a long way in helping other listeners find out about us. This podcast is produced by the Association for Corporate Growth, the largest membership association for middle market M&A and corporate growth professionals. We host networking events across the world. We publish magazines and special reports and much, much more. 
Learn more about the benefits of membership at acg.org and consider joining us as a member. Last thing, if there is a topic you want to hear us talk about on this podcast, a guest you think would be great, or even if you just have some general feedback you want to share, we would love to hear about it. Please send us a note to editor at acg.org. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening.